owl attacks are on the rise in Washington State, and joggers have found an interesting way to deal with it. Welcome to my take. Well, it's not my take, it's Miguel Crespo's take. Whatever. For inspiration to go. Welcome to my take, Pastor Crespo here. My take is your oasis of inspiration and hope in the desert of negativity and despair. That's the term I use for a life lived without faith in Jesus Christ, a desert of negativity and despair. want to let you know that we are on different uh, venues. If you, depending on what smart device you use, if you're on Apple, if you're on uh, smart uh, uh, Google phone, Android phone, there you go. I get, I don't use, I'm not an Android person. Uh, I, I carry an Apple. But anyways, we're on we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. You can catch my take on Amazon Music because they also provide podcasts. And also on Spotify. Now, Spotify stands out because of the fact that we add video to our podcast as well. So if you have the, the time, you know, you're putt puttering around the house, obviously not when you're driving, but you, you can catch the podcast. Uh, you can catch the podcast with the video on Spotify. Uh, not that I have anything great to offer with the mug that God gave me, but, you know, we're, we're, we're working with what we have. And pray that whatever venue you use, whatever way, whatever medium you use to become a part of the podcast, thank you. And I pray that, you know, you get something out of it. The whole purpose of the podcast is to take news stories that we that are out there out in the wild some that are maybe a little bit more interesting, they may have a, a maybe a, an angle that we can find some humor in, but through that, then introduce some Bible wisdom that can bring some impact and and have an influ a positive influence in your life. All in all, with the purpose of this, that I don't know if you're a church goer, I don't know if you go to church regularly or or at all, or if you're a Bible reader or a Bible student, I want to invite you to draw nearer to this God of the Bible, to the God of creation. Just, just draw a little nearer. Get a little closer. Get to know him a little bit better. Your life will never be the same again. Now, I've been having some trouble here. You're going to hear some funny noises on the podcast because I'm trying to find a good way to position this this microphone. It's uh, it's in the way sometimes. I'm moving my hands and I hit it or... Uh, if I put it in the wrong place, then my my peas are my peas start popping, and so I'm trying to find a, a way that this is going to work. So if you hear some funny noises, it's <laughs> it's not me, it's the microphone. Okay, so let's not get it twisted. All right, let's get into this. I have a story here, and uh, you know sometimes I share a story and then I share things after the fact. Uh, I, I don't know. I was I was debating whether or not to kind of go through the story and give running commentary because there's some things that there's some places that I might want to park. And because I'm going to be doing some reading here, I have to wear my cheaters. Now, this might not be a big deal for you ba based on your age. But, you know, I'm at that age where I, I used to pride myself on my vision. And and make fun of my friends, colleagues, because, oh, you you're old. You got to wear those those bifocals, but you know, God has a sense of humor. Uh, I, I'm, I'm having to go to the, to the peepers myself these days. And, uh, but you know, I, I, I try to buy them at really tough places. You know, I don't go to the optometrist, these vision centers. I mean, that's for regular folk. I buy my bifocals at Home Depot. Okay. Just to let you know, I'm still tough, even though my eyes don't 
even though my eyes are not. All right, so let me get this. Let's get to this. I want to share a story with you. In in Washington State, <clears throat> uh, I believe Hansville, Washington. There's a story here of a woman. By by the way, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't do this. I should have done this. If you want to get in touch with me on the for uh, regarding the podcast, you want to let me know what you think of the podcast. You have a question, or if you find an interesting news story that you'd like me to to share, mytakemc at gmail.com. Mytakemc at gmail.com. All right, we got that out of the way. Let's get into this. So there's a story here about a woman who has become who has become the target of an animal that just, apparently this animal does not like this woman. Uh, the woman's name is, and I have a picture of her here. Let me bring her up. Her name is Kirsten Matheson. Now she was one day walking by her home in Hansville, Washington. And according to the article, she was attacked. She didn't know what it was at first. It felt like somebody had punched her in the head with uh, rings on. That's how hard it felt. She went home. She's bleeding. She realized sometime after that that what had happened was she was not attacked by a person. She was attacked by an owl, a great barred owl. You see the picture there in the center. Uh, you can see uh, some of the effect of that attack on her. She was she was bloodied. She had wounds on her head, and they needed to. Her I guess her boyfriend needed to address that. Well. According to this article, this bird attacked her without warning and left a serious mark on her. Uh, you know, she was able to have it addressed. You know, how do you explain that? It's 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 almost like getting hit by lightning. These these things are flukes. They're they're one in a million, I guess. You know, it's just one of these strange things that happens. So she just thought, you know, I'm going to. Um, uh, I've never had any problem before. Uh, you know, she's going to just, uh, walk, but stay away from where she was walking. Cause she thought, well, maybe, maybe the, uh, maybe the owl was being territorial or something. And so she decided to just stay away from that bird and mind her own business. Well, <laughs> uh, it didn't work. My friends about a, actually, actually it says this, um, I was just like, okay. I just won't walk that way for a few days. But then exactly a week later on next Saturday, I was on my driveway much closer to the house and the same thing happened. Now, <laughs> you know, once, okay, twice we got a problem. This woman is walking through her walk to uh, walking for exercise, I guess, and she's attacked by an owl. She's bloodied. She goes home, she gets attended to, and only to find the next week she's minding her own business in her own driveway, and this barred owl attacks her again. Now, as I'm reading here, according to the article, in the, the reporter speaking to this uh, Kirsten Matheson, Miss Matheson, I believe, uh, she says, I don't want the owl to be put down or something. It's very beautiful. Um, I have a problem with that, but we'll we'll keep going. Uh, yep, the owl struck again. Actually, I, I, I just reread that. She was attacked twice, not three times. So what is going on? So according to the article, she was doing some research. And come to find out, she had to learn more about these barred owls. Barred owls are, um, well, you see, you saw the picture. You know, they're, they're a decent-sized bird. They're not these little tiny things. They can be territorial. And apparently it seems that 
there are certain times in their mating season, you know, just before they get ready to breed, that they start to get weird and they start to get very territorial. And, and it's almost like they're preparing where they are, the area, their territory where they nest, they're preparing that area, I guess, to free it of predators or something. I guess. I don't know. And so, uh, you know, the, the thing that I found interesting about the story is this. She was doing some research, trying to communicate with other joggers to get some advice. Says, here, I step out of my house, I go exercise, and here I am attacked by this owl. <laughs> so somebody gave her some advice. And this is apparently what she decided she wanted to do. When she goes out, <laughs> I'm sorry. When she goes out, she she found a unique way to continue her runs without being attacked. And what she does is she dons an owl mask on the back of her head. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so let's just pause right there for a second. So you you know that there is an owl that is very territorial, right? Territorial means I don't want other things in my territory. That would include other owls. So in order to avoid the in order to avoid the owl attacking you, you're going to get a mask of an owl and put it on the back of your head. <laughs> so what are you hoping the other owl is going to do? Is it it, it maybe maybe the owl is and uh, what, 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 it's not, it's, the word is not racist, but what, when, when you hate other species, he's an, he's an, a, a, he's a speciest or anti-speciest. I don't know. That, that's not even a word. I'm just making stuff up around here. It's my podcast. I guess I can do whatever I want. But so that owl says, oh, we can't, we can't have deer. We can't have squirrels and absolutely no humans. Oh, but that giant owl, <laughs> that giant owl, who has no feathers is going to be okay. I'm not going to attack that one. The owl, if it sees another owl in its territory, what do you think it's going to do? So maybe, maybe you, look, why are you being so cheap? Just get a gym membership. <laughs> Just get a gym membership. It's, it's better than donning an owl mask on the back of your head asking an owl to rip the back of your head off because that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, now, if you want to know a little bit more about these barred owls, they are territorial. They can be pretty tough. They love to nest in the cavities of trees. That's where they nest, have their babies, that kind of thing. And, and, and the article was pretty much saying this, that part of the concern, part of the reason that the owl, that this is happening more often, there are more and more people that are complaining or reporting attack by, attacks by owls. And the reason, according to the article, is that as we do more deforestation, you know, they take over areas and are building homes and, and, and we're just expanding more and more, that these animals have fewer and fewer places to nest. And so the way, the way they're fighting back is they're taking the humans out one at a time, apparently. they I don't know if they've banded together and they're fighting back or what, but... Um, you know, we, we have some issues here. In any event, um, 
what she does is if she's not wearing a mask, she is also wearing a hat and carrying an umbrella now when she goes for walks. Um, you know, I'm, I, I guess, you know, the Bible says that pride is a bad thing, but I mean, you can humble yourself, but you can, I mean, if you're going for a walk and it's a beautiful day and it's not raining and you're walking around with an umbrella, I I don't know what it's going to say to your neighbors. Uh, if you, if it's warm and you're wearing a hat or if it's a cool day and it's cloudy, nice, but you're still wearing an umbrella or carrying an umbrella, I just, I don't know what's up with people. Just get a gym membership. Don't be so cheap. You save yourself a lot of aggravation. Now, all right, that's the story. Um, I, I, I just found a little humor in this whole mask on the back of your head thing, but a couple things. And this is just a personal note. I think once an animal loses its fear of humans, in other words, once an animal attacks humans, you, you, you can't just say, well, I don't want the animal to be dealt with. I don't want it to be put down. Because if it'll attack a full-grown adult, what might happen when a child comes in that area? It's just something to think about. And that's just, that's just the advice of a, of, a, of a dad. But I don't want to talk about that. Really, the purpose of this is to find some Bible wisdom, find some inspiration. And it's interesting. We have a story here of an animal attacking a human. In the Bible, there are lots of stories of animals attacking humans. But there's one specifically that I want to share with you. And I have, let's see, I have the, um, make sure I have it here. Yeah. First Peter chapter five, verse eight. So let's get into this here. First Peter five, verse eight says, be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil as a roaring lion walks about seeking whom he may devour. Now, let me explain to you, you know, the, the Bible makes a reference to the enemy, to the devil, Lucifer, an angel who turned his back on God, wanted to be like God, led a third of the angel hosts astray with him. That's how this whole mess started between what we now call good and evil. The Bible describes him, describes him as a lion looking, lurking about, seeking whom he can destroy, who can he eat, who can he devour. Now, there's a lot of places that we can go with this in terms of study. I want to try and simplify it. But here we have someone who rebelled from God's kingdom, God's authority, who is looking to destroy human beings. The question you might want to ask is why? Why, why, would, why, would, I, why would he want to destroy, destroy me? Why, why does, what does he have against me? I don't even know him. I've never done anything to him. Maybe you've never thought about it that way. But some people do. And, and the answer is this, is that you, two things, you remind him of his father, whom he hates, number one. Number two, there are people on this earth, like me, hopefully like you, who have chosen to believe in this God that we've never seen. Now, I have to tell you some other time, email me, whatever, I can tell I, there are times that I've heard God's voice. I've heard God's voice clear. There are times in my life where I've been inspired where I've had these thoughts and things pop into my head and turns out it's not mine, it's God that's doing something. But there are times in my life that I have heard God speak to me. I know that God lives. I know that there is a God. But can you imagine 
people who have never had that personal, tangible experience with God, expressing faith in him in this world with all its problems, he had more access than anyone on this earth, and yet he chose to stay away from him. You remind him of what he once had. You make him look bad. Your faith makes him angry. And that's one of the reasons why he wants to destroy us. He does not want us to have what he lost. It may sound strange, but this is what this is what hate does. It ultimately makes you insane. And I think in a way the devil is has lost his mind. He's insane. He is looking to devour people. Now let's let's ask the question how how does he do that? Well, it's not like he goes around taking bites out of people. It's not physical. It's 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 what he does to people's lives. You know, there there are people who are willingly willingly willing to follow his lead. And what do I mean by that? Anytime that you reject God's and God and his principles, you're heading in the wrong direction. And he loves to steer people. There are people that he wants to destroy slowly. And then there are people who don't want to have anything to do with him that he would like to destroy quickly. But here's the deal. We don't have to fear the devil. We don't have to be afraid. We don't, we're not at the mercy of this enemy just so that he can do willy-nilly. Yes, we're going to have trials in this world, but God promises to make it up someday. Let me share, let me share another Bible verse with you. I put that on here. The Bible says this, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And so here's the answer. The answer is this. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. All right, so here's the deal. If we know that there's someone after us, if we know that someone's trying to just bring misery, pain, and ultimate, really, destruction into our lives, how do you stand up against that? Did God leave us defenseless? No, he has not. He's not left us defenseless. I want to read to you, and I'm not going to read word for word because, again, it doesn't really work that well, and this podcast has already gone too long. So let me give you the cliff notes of this. The Bible says that because there is an animal, an enemy looking to attack you, there are things that you can do to protect yourself, to mitigate the damage, because we will take damage here in this world of sin, but God will make it right one day. So he says this, um, it says, stand therefore having your, okay, so we're supposed to, first of all, what do we need? We need truth. The breastplate of righteousness, basically that's the righteousness that comes when a person accepts Jesus. So you need to be engaged in learning truth, and you also need to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. He talks about having the helmet of salvation. Also, the sword of the Spirit, which is what? It's the Word of God. Um, you know what? I'm just going to read it because I can't do justice to this thing. So let me let me read this to you. This is the response after what I just shared with you in terms of the, the, the devil lurking as a roaring lion, in terms of saying that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness in high places. How do we stand against this? Here's the answer. I'm just going to read it. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, and in, it says, stand therefore, having your loins, that's your waist here, gird about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet covered with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, where you will be able to quench all the fiery arrows of the wicked one. 
and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Friends, here's the deal. You want to be properly armored against this enemy? Do you, you're going to have trials and challenges in this life. That's just, that's just going to happen. We live in a world that's filled with sin. This is the result of rejection of God and his ways. But while we're here, there are ways that we can protect ourselves so that we can withstand and we can hold on. There's truth. There is faith. There is the word of God. There is an acceptance of the gospel. Think about this. The gospel basically is good news. It's this, that Jesus knows everything about us and loves us anyway, and that he can transform our lives if we just accept him as Lord and Savior. Our lives will never be the same. We'll experience a joy that we never thought possible, a peace. And it's interesting that this joy and peace is not, it's not connected to anything physical. In other words, there are things that can happen in life, but still you'll have something inside of you that'll have a, a, a that'll always bring you back. It'll center you, it'll give you peace. Because we know that this is not permanent, that one day these things will go away and God will replace it with something better and new. It's kind of cool. And it's way better than walking around wearing a mask on the back of your head. That's my take. I'm Pastor Crespo. Have a great day.